Shall we begin? We're good to go. Hello and welcome to another new episode of Dave Berry's Dad Pod. I am Dave Berry and over the past two years I've enjoyed gathering invaluable dad advice from some very special guests, all whilst away celebrating the joys of parenthood. Now, the podcast is a little bit older, so is Evie, my daughter, who inspired it in the first place. But of course, there is still so much to learn. And that's why I am delighted to be joined by arguably Britain's greatest ever athlete. With four Olympic gold medals to his name and even more world championship wins. He won BBC Sports Personality of the Year in 2017, the same year he was knighted. We could speak about his achievements forever, but maybe his greatest achievement is being the father to Rihanna, twins Aisha and Armani, and the little boy Hussein. It is the one and only Sir Mo Farah. Hello, Sir Mo. Hello, man. How are you? I'm good, man. I can't believe you're on the podcast. I'm blown <laughs> away by this. This is forget, so cool. Yeah, forget about what you achieved. It's all about being parents. And um, for me, my kids means everything in the world to me. Well, I got a sense of that from you, Mo, and that's why we wanted to have you on. So let, let's dive straight in, shall we, and um, go through it a little bit. I wanted to start with, obviously, a cornerstone of enjoying the successes you have as an elite athlete are those training camps and dedicating yeah. yourself to that. How long do they take you away from the family for? And if there could ever be anything close to a positive of the rescheduling of the Tokyo Olympic Games, was it that you got to spend a little bit more time with the family? Yeah, no, definitely. I've, I've really enjoyed being, uh, you know, with my family. And often, because what I do, um, I'm, not as long, I'm not around as long as I want to. Um, yeah, it gave me a little bit more time. Uh, obviously, it's hard times for all of us. COVID nineteen um, has affected a lot of different, you know, jobs and other stuff. Even myself, being an athlete, um, having Olympics postponed um, wasn't a good thing. But it gave me a lot more time to spend my, with my with my kids and actually got to know them without any distractions in terms of not going to school, not having a schedule. So it's been it's been hard, but I can't say I didn't enjoy it. I, I really enjoyed. You know, that's lovely to hear. I mean, it, it kind of, for, for many parents, whilst it's been a real challenge, it has proved to be kind of bonding time that I don't think that many mums and dads ever dream they would get, you know, kind of undivided attention. Yeah, no, for sure. And as I said, like, um, I've got amazing, beautiful four kids and, um, and each one of them is different. That, that's, that's the thing. And each one of them, you know, in terms of getting on the Zoom classes and stuff at different levels. And... I never kind of understood as much as I, as I have been due to COVID and spent often, as I said, like, ask me a question, how often am I away? And uh, I'm away six months of the year, which is almost half. But at the same time, I think I just, I, t I do take it for granted and see what my wife does with the kids and how to, to do what she does and to, uh, to pull it off in terms of not just in terms of just dropping them at school and taking them but getting involved with them in, in daily activities, if it means, you know, taking them to sports um, classes or football or tennis or things they do that they enjoy. And each one of them do enjoy different things. Um, I know, talk about a little bit, my, my oldest daughter, Rihanna, she's 15, teens, she would say. Wow. Um, we're, still, we're very close, but at the same time, you know, she's a teenager now and, and it is challenging, but at the same time, whatever she does and try and kind of support and, and get involved. And that's all we can do as a parent. As a parent, there's always questions. Are we doing the right thing? Is that right? Is this wrong? And it's a learning and you learn from having kids 
And I think we've learned a lot with Rihanna in terms of what she enjoys, how challenging it is. But I enjoy it. Um, each one of them has his own character and they all different. But I love being a parent and I love being involved with my kids, whatever they do. Well, that's that's coming across. I have to ask you about a kind of guilt free parenting tip, because one of the things that we touch on regularly here on the dad pod is that in order to do the best job for your kids, you do need to look after yourself, you know, your physical health, your mental health. Is it the stupidest thing in the world for me to say, like, do you maybe go for a jog? <laughs> uh, I mean, or, or what is that? What is that guilt <laughs> to look after you, Mo? Yeah, no, each parent has defined what makes them happy and there's their mental health. If we're not mentally with it, then it's hard to be able to, you know, support our kids and uh, help them out. And often for me, that is sport. And um, I feel like when I go for a run, 10-mile run, 12-mile run, or sometimes on a Sunday run, 20-mile run, I'm come back home. I am shattered. But I'm, I feel like I'm in a better frame. Yeah. And, and ready to tackle the different personalities that your children are bringing. And, and, and that's... That's really nice to hear. You know, you need to be in that right frame of mind with four kids, one of them being a teenage girl. I mean, <laughs> my goodness, Mo, you need to be in the right frame of mind for that. I'd be running all of Sunday and I'm yeah, all for I, that. I was like, I can't, I can't do it today, kids, but no, I, I do love being part of my kids and I try and mentally as well as physically try and be there for them and help them out whatever way I can. And, and I think you only know it because we're parents and often before we had any kids, you didn't even think about anything else. Now you kind of structure your day and think about the plans and, and putting them first in a way. We all do. Mm. If our kids call you up or something's happening, you always put them first. Um, but I am, it's enjoying And you've got to enjoy that wonderful moments because often, you know, they, they get a little bit older and they get older and time goes, flies by. Yeah, one of the things I, I hear most from, from the amazing guests I've had on the Dad Pod is that enjoy the moment because it's fleeting things are always changing you know as a parent um Mo, let, let's do this let's go back to 2012 shall we yeah. uh when you captured the imagination of the nation by winning gold in both the 5,000 and the 10,000 meters so the olympic games is happening in your hometown everyone's doing the mobot <laughs> um life is really good shortly after this tanya your partner she gave birth to the twins yeah. Uh, so this this just kind of like caps off the, the perfect time to be you. But what I've always been interested in from a kind of parenting perspective is you've got all of this going on, the circus that's around you. Everyone wants a bit of mo. But yeah. at the end of the day, you've got two tiny little nappies to change at some point. You've got a, a sleep routine to worry about. You've got to think about heating up the milk. Was that a very humbling time for you was it was it a kind of really a difficult contrast to get your head around or was there mo who's the athlete and being celebrated and then there was there was dad and mo no i'm often um, as i said I, I do what i do because I, I love what i do and i enjoy it and i think it was the best moment in 2012 and even for me i always share with my family and try and bring in whatever i do or my family come in rec come watch me race and, and stuff and, and just in 2012, as you know, my wife was about to give birth and I was lucky enough to have them. It was probably one of the best moments oh, to have them on the track. Rihanna was on the track and my wife was on the track with, you know, almost giving birth at that point. <laughs> um, they celebrated with me. So I felt like, you know, we're part of it. And then two weeks later, my wife gave birth to Aisha and Amani, twin girls. Um, and it was hard at times, but once the Olympic Games was out of the way, I was, I was, involved i was trying to help i was at the hospital um got them out and i was just being just excited because 
what, what would you not be excited? You know, no, what, you do, what you do is that, but it's just all about being, you know, yeah, being part of their lives and being parents. And may I say, bravo on the timing. Go, go and now the Olympic yeah. gold. Wake right. up, then have the babies. It's just amazing timing from you and your no, partner. It's good time. It wasn't me. I did, I did plan <laughs> <laughs> um, Now, you won two more golds, obviously, in Rio in 2016. And a lovely thing I read in preparation for, for having you on was that you've dedicated one of each of your four medals to, to your four kids. Yeah. Uh, does that give them carte blanche to wear them around the house? Are they allowed to to pose with them and, and bowl around the place or what, what does that mean? And if you win, when, when you win in Tokyo, who's yeah. getting that medal? It has to be the wife, right? If I win of Tokyo, course. she's only one. Cause she's, you know, it, it hasn't been easy. And you know, I, I do take it for granted for what my wife does. And a lot of times I'm away. Um, but sometimes like family's everything to me, uh, more than anything I've ever achieved. And, and I love being involved with, with my kids' life every day. Um, and that's what makes me happy. Seeing them happy makes me happy and, and seeing them progress in life and, and being good kids, um, you know, kids that, you know, are good kids and makes me happy. And I think one of the proudest moments in my life was like somebody give me a pat on the back and going, yeah, you've done well with Rihanna. She, she, she's, a, she's a good kid. And, and as, a, as a parent, that's all you need. You didn't need anything else. From good kids, come good people and the world needs as many good people as it can get Mo so I, I completely agree with that talking about Rihanna there you mentioned that obviously her physical education and her being into sport is an important thing I wanted to kind of look at that from a broader perspective I know that your PE teacher was was key in, in, in your tell me a little bit about him and how he went about doing that and what you feel is the importance of kind of PE and games and physical exercise within within schools today I, th I think it's really important physical exercise for kids uh, nowadays, I think to, when I was growing up, it was much more easier. It, there wasn't as much social uh, social stuff, you know, where kids are often on their phone. So I was lucky enough, and I was one of them kids, very active, wanted to get out of the house. And if it wasn't for him, then I definitely wouldn't be involved in sports. I would get distracted out somewhere else. And honestly, to say that, and often you know, you know, for what I've learned myself. And in my kids, I'll often say, listen, you've got to find that kid what he enjoys most without putting the pressure on him and let him enjoy it rather than as a, us as a parents. We always, often for me, it's like, because I didn't do this event, I'm not going to make my son do it or my daughter do it. It's quite hard for them. And I think let them be free and let them enjoy it. And I know with my kids, like, for example, Rihanna does bit of rowing, she did gymnastics when she was younger. And often I'm just kind of, as long as you find a good associate with, you know, good people and getting out the house and, and getting exercise done, that, that's the important thing. And then my, my kids just saying loves football and, and then twin girls play a bit of football, gymnastics, bit of tennis. So all around our house, we try and just, as long as they're active, that's what matters to us. It doesn't matter what they do. And, you know, and to learn how to work hard and, you know, book what you put in is what you get out of. Um, even funny enough, last night my son was crying to bed because I was putting him to bed and he's like, it's unfair, it's unfair rules. The rules are, look, you need to sleep, you need to rest. And often you will hear that, but <laughs> to know, you know, time for bed, time for bed. Yeah. Time to play, time to yeah. play. 
So, so you're, you're saying if your, your kids are showing an interest in any kind of like sport or activity whatsoever, then, then go, go with the flow with them. Don't try and coerce them into trying to be a professional football or, or runner or whatever. The fact they're getting out there and, you know, exercising and building up a sweat and keeping healthy, yeah. that's, that's the main thing. I think that's the main goal. As I said, like obviously um, depends on how talented they are. And often you, many kids, you can uh, spot a talent. Uh, as far um, but as a parent, I think often for me, I'm, I'm with my parents growing up was was difficult because often it's not what you wanted, it's what you had to do. And I try and maneuver that around a little bit in terms of if you're ever going to push a kid something, it's not going to enjoy as much. And um, particularly if it comes coming from the parents, uh, yeah. it's often easier, you know, when you spot them and you kind of point them in the right direction. Then if there's a club or a coach get involved and do it behalf of you uh, and then they see it as they, they feel like they don't have they only often when you tell them you've got to do this you've got to do that it, it, they find it a little harder I mean we, we talk about and we all experience I think those kind of sliding doors moments in our lives however big or small they may be but your kind of PE teacher uh, Mr Watkinson am I right in, yes. was, that, was that his yes. name like there's a sliding doors moment for the entire nation like that feel good factor on that Saturday and the nation coming together and, and your wife coming with the pregnant and Rihanna coming and join you. But all of that moment was, as you say, you weren't particularly infused by it, but he kind of put his arm around you and said, Mo, you've got something here. Let's, let's work at it. And you cut to X amount of 10 years later, maybe. Yeah. And the, the whole nation are having one of the greatest nights of their lives. Yeah. And that was, it was amazing as an athlete for myself, dream had come true. And, what a way it was, and I never thought at that, that age when I was younger I would ever do that. Over time, I've watched races, I've seen it, and I've got the taste of it. Once you run for Great Britain and then you go through, you win the Europeans, and then you get a taste of it, and you go, I want to become an Olympic champion. And, and it's a, it's a long, it wasn't as easy as going, me, I want to become an Olympic champion. I had to obviously put in the work and the hard work, but it's possible. Anything's possible in life. I'm always I'm quite easygoing, but at the same time, if I try and set up something, I try and make most of it. And, and you know, often chances doesn't come around. So you've got to make most of it and, and take it with both hands. Inspiring words, Samo. Um, let, let me ask you, uh, there's, a, there's a concept out there, which is the dad joke. And yeah. dad's making embarrassing jokes. But what we would like to do on the podcast here is we like to turn that round. Yeah. Are your kids funny? Do your kids make you laugh? And if so, how? My, my kids always make me laugh. Um, <laughs> Each one of them makes me laugh, um, particularly Aisha is the funniest. She just okay. comes up with crazy words or just started <laughs> singing or just the silly things or yeah. telling you jokes. And I think often when I was a, uh, when I was a kid, my Rihanna was telling me this joke. Why did the chicken cross the road? Because we were chicken licky. It was just something. And after when I hear that word, it doesn't even make any sense. But I just laugh to myself. <laughs> I love that, Mo. Um, listen, you know, we've already touched on some invaluable dad advice throughout this conversation. I think people who have downloaded and listening right now are going to pick bits up. But let me kind of put you on the spot a little bit and, and ask you for a, a single piece of dad advice. In the past, uh, Tim Minchin was like, just put your phone away, stop yeah. filming your kids all of the time and enjoy it using your actual eyes. I'm paraphrasing him there. Uh, Jeff Brazier, which you touched on when we first started talking, Mo, was, you know, don't put too much pressure on yourself 
as, as a parent. Uh, Rob Beckett said, just spend as much time as you can in the bathroom. It's the yeah. only you time you're going to get. Uh, <laughs> so what would your piece of advice be? Just get on the treadmill. That's just get on the treadmill. Okay, just start running. Say, I'm, I'm training for a marathon. I'm training for the marathon. Daddy's going to be a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Mo, let me ask you this, and I, I ask this to everybody who joins me. Uh, your kids hear this back in 15 years from now. What would you like to say to them? Just enjoy every moment of it and just be yourself. You know, that's what I tell my kids and I'll be proud of them, whatever, no matter what, what they do or how they do it, I'll be proud of them. Um, and often my son will ask me, it says, like, just teaching them is like, it, is it, I tell him sharing is caring. So when we sleep, I try and put it to bed and he gets the blanket and he gives me quite a lot of the blanket. And I'll tell him, no. Don't have to give me all that. I just think, as you said, I've just been caring. Is that caring? I said, yeah, it is caring. But listen, you've got to also take care of yourself, kind of, you know. And if there's, you know, two pieces there, share with your friends, not a problem. But also look after yourself. And I think if you can teach them early on in life or things doesn't happen, like even, I'll keep going back to my very my son, he was crying over, uh, they were playing games on the, on the phone last night and half an hour before going to bed and after let them play together and they play together and they win stuff and his older daughter got uh, uh i think you hash the eggs or something i don't even know what the game's called okay. and she got something and she said to him look i've only got one i can't give it to you and they started crying about it and i was like and they'll try and put it into bed and i was like why, why are you crying she won't give it to me i'm the youngest i said you might be the youngest, but if it's one thing, it's up to her. If she, she, if she doesn't want to give it to you, that's her choice. Mm. If she and has two, the then it's a different conversation a different that you're thing. having. And often, like, I think sometimes being the youngest always like dominate the others. But I think it, as a parent, I try and like be understanding in each one. Well, that's lovely, Mo. And, and, you know, and as you say, invaluable advice and a nice message to leave the kids that you've kind of given them that independence and understanding of the world around them they're going to grow up into. Um, finally, uh, there's an old saying, it's impossible to pick a favourite child. You don't have to name them. <laughs> so Mo Farah, do you have a favourite child? <laughs> no, I don't have a favourite child, but I think your child puts you, I don't know, you know what, like, each of my child's different. If I want something, I have to tell Aisha is the one easy going. Aisha, can you come get me something? So it's easy to say, oh, yeah. She just kind of makes everyone happy. Or when she's Hussein crying, she helps him out. Or Armani, when there's something needs written down or stuff like you get her. They all have their strengths and weaknesses in different things. But we try and like, I try and not favor any of them. But at the same time, you know, I know who's, who's, who can do something and who can't. Mo, that's so wise, because if you're going to have four kids, then at least identify their strengths and use them yes. to your own advantage, right? That's a really good thing to say on the podcast. Listen, Mo, I, I was so thrilled when I found out you were going to be coming on the podcast. Uh, you clearly are what we can only describe as a family man. I wish you all the best in Tokyo. Do send my love to the family, won't you? Thank you very much indeed for your time. So Mo Farah, everybody, thank you very much indeed, so Mo. Quadruple Olympic gold medalist, Samo Farah. 
He's hoping he gets more glory in Tokyo this summer. Uh, now, I just wanted to take a moment to shout out to all you lovely people who have followed, rated and left some lovely reviews of the Dad Pod. Sam Coolstock, thank you very much indeed for your five stars. JCBNG called the Dad Pod a warm mug of goodness, which is one of my favourite descriptions of it. Sam the Monkey, uh, I'm really pleased that we provide you with some laugh out loud moments whilst you're doing the weekly shop. And also this amazing email from Mike Daniels and his daughter Alice, who says, Thanks for bringing us the Dad Pod. I found it really helpful and entertaining to listen to, full of good humour in a sometimes challenging role as a parent. Jeff Brazier's episode was so lovely to hear everything that he had to say. And if there is one takeaway, I really agree with his closing statement of not putting too much pressure on yourself. Well, thank you, Mike, and lots of love, of course, to your daughter, Alice. Uh, Now, you can get in touch, just as Mike did, via email, which is daveberrydadpod at gmail.com, or you can message me on Instagram, which is dave underscore berry underscore insta. And next time, I'll be joined by a comedian, actor, OBE recipient father of two and recent grandfather of two, Griff Reese jones Until then, thanks very much indeed for listening. <laughs>